What's up, podcast? This is Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava, and it is Wednesday, so we are just plugging away at the week. We are halfway through, and it's been a slow week for releases. That's kind of what I've been seeing. Not really too many sneakers coming out. We have a slower week this week with really the biggest release, the Jordan 13s that are coming out at the end of the week. I think they're called the Starburst or the Starfish colorway, and they are not really anything special. It's an orange and white Jordan 13. Not a super desirable shoe, not a super desirable colorway. So really kind of a a fade for the most part. I may go after a pair if I see that there's a little bit of resell and maybe I can get a better size because PA doesn't have tax on clothing and stuff. So that's an option for me. But outside of really that, I mean, there really aren't too many pairs of shoes that I'm that pumped up for this week. So just probably more of a fade week for me, but I'm still trying to find things to resell. I'm still trying to go through my own inventory and say, hey, let's get this stuff listed up because this has been sitting for a while. This pair of shoes hasn't appreciated in a while. I don't see it going up Um, and just trying to get through those sorts of things. The other thing that I've been doing is trying to find people that are uh, financial advisors and then tax CPAs for my business and for my personal life because those are two things that I did not have last year and it was a it was kind of difficult. The The financial thing wasn't that bad because I, I mean, I know what I'm doing with my money, but the biggest thing was taxes and stuff. So that was something that I want to have completely done outside from an outside source, somebody that really, really knows how to save me a lot of money. That's what my goal is, to find somebody that actually knows a lot of the tax laws and isn't just somebody that kind of just you know, goes through the motions and stuff. Somebody who's like diligent about getting you the most money back uh, within the the law and all that kind of stuff. So that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm going to be doing. And been talking to a couple people and just trying to weigh out the the cost benefit of going with one person over another person and trying to figure out who I like more and what they offer. So that's really what my my focus has been for these past few weeks. So looking ahead, as soon as I can get these things done, I'm super pumped to get back into it. And I've been I haven't sourced in probably two or three months going out regularly to stores or anything. It's really been a lot of online sourcing. We have PlayStations coming out relatively almost any night of the week. And so from November to December, I literally was just at my house getting things ready for Q4 and ready to get a PlayStation restock if they came out. And that's literally what I did all two months. And I made a ton of money on it. I should have made a lot more money if I would have been more prepared. I think I could have doubled the profit I made, which is crazy to even think about. But it is what it is. You make money, you learn, and you move on. And sometimes you lose money too. That that happens from time to time. Don't beat yourself up if that happens because that's happened to all of us, especially me. I've lost way more money than I should have on certain buys. I've made really bad buys. But the thing that I think about whenever I'm making a buy, and this is kind of going to lead into the topic that I want to talk about, is what is the risk? What is the risk of buying this item? And so for me, the best way for me to tell risk is what is my chances of making my money back? Because that's really the risk. The worst thing that you could do is is lose a ton of money, right? That's that's probably the worst thing you could do or get like sued or something. But like if we're looking at this where you are probably going to make all of your money back at the very least, get your money back for the item, all that you end up losing is your time. And while we're starting reselling, our time isn't nearly as valuable as it would be if we had a five or 10 year business that was humming and we're making millions of dollars in sales per year. That's different. Our time is worth a lot more then than it is when it's we're kind of newer to this. And so that's what I want to talk about is is 
how do you determine what the risk is for an item? What do I do whenever I'm looking at an item that's non-returnable? And what do I do to eliminate risk? And so that's that's what I'm going to focus on for this podcast. Hopefully that can be something that helps you out. If you do have any questions after this podcast, just go to the Apple Podcast app, leave me a five-star review and throw your question in there. That would be super helpful for me because I'd be able to see any questions that you guys have. I check those regularly. And when one pops up that's new, I love reading through them. So might as well kill two birds with one stone. I can help you out if you leave a review and that would be super helpful for me as well. Also hit me up on Instagram. I love messaging people in my DMs and stuff. It's super easy to interact with people on there as well. So if you wanna find me and have any questions and stuff like that, find me on Instagram and I will make sure to help you with whatever I can. But looking at buying things, a lot of times people are encouraged to buy things that are returnable. And why would you do that? Well, it mitigates the risk of you being stuck with a bunch of inventory that you can't sell or that tanks out in value and now is worth a third of what you paid for it. And so the the, the real risk is losing money. That's the biggest risk that you're going to probably incur when you're buying products that you can't return. And a lot of times I do buy, buy products that I can return. A lot of things from Nike, a lot of things from Walmart Target, they're all things that are very easily returnable. And so for me, it's not really anything that's a big deal, but sometimes there's items that can't be returned. It says final sale or the, the site just doesn't do returns. Maybe they do limited edition um, t-shirts or some limited edition collectible item or something like that that is is something that they're not going to return. It's not returnable. They, that's the return policy, no returns. And so what do you do to mitigate that risk? What do you do? What do I do whenever I'm looking at that? And the biggest thing that I look at is my likelihood of making my money back. What is the chances that I end up making my money back on this item if I just break even? Like, like what is that chance? And you really, it's kind of hard to tell that sometimes, but really the best way for me to kind of break it down is I like to go on eBay, StockX, Goat, whatever marketplaces this thing is going to be sold on and see if there's any listings for it before it comes out. And a lot of people do that. A lot of people are very confident that they're going to get the item. A lot of people will get the item that are very confident in getting the item. And they will, they will wait for you to, or they will list the item up. And then once they list up the item, they will go buy it after it releases. And just, there's many ways that people know that they're going to get the item. Some people that are very good with bots and stuff, they just know that they're probably going to cop the item whenever it comes out. So there's, there's plenty of people that are good at it, that, that will list the item before it comes out. That way the person can just buy it before it even comes out and, and they have it. The person that's like trying to buy it for themselves for personal use can buy it before it comes out. And so I've seen people do that before and you can tell a decent get on the market. You can basically understand the market a lot better if you're looking at what those current listing prices are and then if any of them have sold. And if you see some that have sold, I kind of treat that as what the new price is going to be for the item whenever it releases and probably a little bit on the high end. People do end up paying up a little bit whenever they buy it before the release comes out. It's the typical trend. And so if you see something priced up on eBay at 260 bucks across the board and maybe there's like five listings or, or 10 listings and then one or two of them is sold at 200 bucks, that's probably going to be the price that it's going to sell at for most of them as soon as it releases. I don't, I don't care that the market is currently at 260 bucks. Most people that are resellers know how to filter by sold comps and they're not really, they're not smart enough to think, oh, if I list this up near 260, it'll keep the market high and I can get more money. They'll just say, oh, it sells for 200 bucks, I'm gonna list it at 200 bucks and, and kind of like robotically do that and demand and driving down the market 
60 bucks off the off the get so that's something you need to pay attention to if the item costs 150 bucks what's the chances that it drops below 150 at some point what's the demand for this item what's the fan base like what's the reason behind any sort of hype for this item if there's a good reason and you think the item is probably going to stay at least around 150 which is what the in this in this scenario what the price was for the item when it released well then you're you should buy it with confidence if you have that money sitting around because if the the upside is to double your money let's say a lot of listings are 300 bucks you think you can at least get 200 well that's that's still good like if you think that you're probably going to sell it between two and 300 bucks and the buy cost is 150 and it's not that big that's kind of a good buy and i typically try and base my buys off of things like that try and look at the things like has this item sold before what do i think it's going to sell for and do i think it's going to lose most of its hype slash lose value from what i originally bought it at and most people most people just stay away from items like that when they're newer and i think that's a good idea to do i think it's a good thing to practice trying to stay away from things <clears throat> that'll cause you to lose money in the long run if you're just starting out and maybe you don't have 150 bucks to dump into an item, I probably wouldn't do that. But if you have been doing this for a while, it's not a bad idea to start doing some some riskier items, taking the risk into effect, into I guess into the uh, equation and saying, okay, what's the actual chance that I lose a lot of money on this? And if it's not high and you feel like you can make good money, go for it. And that's what I do. And so there's items that come out all the time that are non-returnable. I, I have as much faith selling non-returnable items as returnable items in some cases, just because the demand is either there or the fan base behind the product is so high that it's almost impossible not to sell the product. And so that's, that's one of my things where it's just over time you develop a kind of a sense or a palette for what sorts of items you can sell, what sorts of items won't sell. And over time, I've just seen, okay, this brand does well, or this custom way of doing this, or this tie-dye thing does really well in, uh, in like, I don't know, a shoe or, or something like these sorts of things do well. So I have full confidence that I'll be able to sell this. I've, I've sold many items like this before. And so it's not going to be that hard for me to try and get somebody to buy it because I, I have a lot of experience with that. And so that's what I try and do. It helps me out a good bit because it allows me to kind of broaden my horizon with what I'm trying to buy and allows me to kind of basically just expand my store. Say, hey, now I, I don't have to just be confined to stuff I find at Walmart and Target. I can go a little bit more on the edge of buying things that are non-returnable. Some people won't do that, so it decreases some of the amount of people that would be normally reselling. I'm competing with less people, and it still provides a decent kind of uh, return because obviously I'm not buying items that are bad. So that's that's just kind of my my mindset is trying to see what's the chances I make my money back on this and what's the demand for the item. If the demand looks pretty good and you think that the fan base or the cause behind the item is good enough to never let that item tank out, then you should buy it and, and just be with full confidence that it's probably going to sell. I would list it competitively. I wouldn't just sit there and, you know, if everybody's listing at 250, listers at 300 bucks and, and hope it sells, that's probably not the best idea. I typically try and list around market price and try and get whatever the going price is. And I try and factor in a little bit of a buffer in case the item drops by 20 or 30 bucks. Am I still gonna be able to make some profit? Is it at least going to sell for uh, something that I'm happy with? If not, then sometimes I just completely forego the release altogether. But most of the time I'm going after things that have a little bit of a buffer built in so that maybe if I'm set up to make 70 or 100 bucks and it 
loses 30 to 50 bucks in value, I'm still probably gonna make somewhere between 50 and $70 profit. And so that's really what I'm looking at right now, just trying to keep risk low on things that I'm not super comfortable with, but maybe trying to, I mean, just trying to spend my money wisely is really where I'm at. So hopefully that helps you out. Hopefully that can be something that you use. If you do have any questions or whatever, feel free, hit me up on Instagram, hit me up on the on Twitter and I will make sure and get back to you. So with that being said, I'm gonna wrap this thing up. You guys have a great rest of your Wednesday and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.